1: Madam Vice President, you want
0: to hang out with us and get your vaccine. Vaccine,
1: vaccine.
0: And
2: so I went to Human Resources. There are some things I just can't tell you uh, on air. The Betches Sub
0: Podcast.
3: A woman's problem, if you will.
0: Hello, I'm Amanda Duberman.
3: I'm Brian Russell-Smith.
0: And this is the Betches Sub Podcast, where C-SPAN meets the group chat to help you process and laugh at the biggest topics in U.S. news and politics. Number one today... Californians do you do you know any Californians Brian I do have you been I do. Uh, what have you been talking to them about lately
3: you know it's interestingly they've asked me for advice on what to do for the voting tomorrow uh-huh. and I said vote no and then don't write any other name in exactly um a lot of people are confused about the not writing another name in But like, I don't know. Yeah, I almost almost
0: think so. We're obviously talking about the California recall today. This recording is Monday, September 13th. Somehow it is mid Jesus, Brian. It is mid September. Christ almighty. (laughs) Which means tomorrow is 914, which means it is the deadline to postmark your ballot and vote in the California recall. You still have time. You can vote tomorrow. Um, I believe in some cases you can same day register, but I feel like our listeners were registered. If you voted in 2020, pretty sure you should be locked and loaded. You should have actually gotten your ballot if you live in California. So literally pause this right now. Go (laughs) vote no on question one. And fill it in. Um, so what you were talking about is how like the Democratic Party and Gavin Newsom has wanted to avoid any confusion about question two, because there are two questions. and they're saying, vote no on question one and leave question two blank. And that wasn't originally to avoid any confusion because they just didn't want people to like vote like yes and then select a person. And um, I am starting to worry if that, that method has caused more confusion than just letting people make a second choice.
3: The whole thing is convoluted and confusing to begin with. So Such an unforced it's like, error. Think, yeah, it's been like made to be confusing. I don't know. Um, but I don't know. Hopefully he isn't recalled. Yeah. And we continue to have a democratic governor in California. My God. It's a small like country. It's like a small country. When you, like think Hopefully. about it GDP wise <laughs> and population wise.
0: Yeah. I mean, because uh, you know what's going on with the second biggest state in this, in this here nation, not doing well, not well, bitch, you can't Mm -hmm. vote or get an abortion Mm -hmm. in Texas. So, (laughs) I mean, you, some you can sort of, you can do some of those very, very narrow parameters, but vote no on question one things are, I hesitate to say things are looking good, but um, of all the things that you can stress yourself about and give yourself a stomach ulcer today, maybe just like, let's, 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 manifest some good energy. I'm not sure if we'll know tomorrow what the outcome is, but things are looking good. Just make sure you tell everybody you know to vote no on question 1. You can postmark that baby mm. by tomorrow and it will count. So, this weekend marked the 20th anniversary of the 9/11 attacks. We talked to anticipated this in our discussions about Afghanistan. There were remembrance ceremonies across the country and across the entire world. A number of former presidents were in New York commemorating the nearly 3,000 lives lost. I um, I biked down there on Saturday morning, and it was pretty, like, blocked off pretty... That's obviously all the way downtown, but it was pretty blocked off up to, like, the West Village. And I didn't know what they had planned. So I, like, biked down there, and they're like, no, ma'am, you can't come in here. And I was like, kind of like... I wasn't gonna be mean to the cop that day, but I was like, what the fuck? Like, yeah. let me in, come on. And then I go home and turn on my TV and I'm like, oh, oh, most of the live most of the presidents we've had were there. Yeah. So that I guess that's why they didn't let little me in with my bike.
3: Yeah. Most living prisons were there. Donald Trump was like, I think, wasn't he like um hosting like a wrestling match he or provided, something or giving commentary he
0: commentary for a boxing match and he visited a police precinct where i believe he disparaged like democrats and just did nothing for unity but i don't know if he was invited to that ceremony or not but um he did not, he who? Did not
3: attend. i wonder who's in charge of inviting people to things like that like who
0: same Ryan, <laughs> i wonder too because i wasn't let in <laughs> no obviously very very somber although i couldn't help but wonder to myself i really did wonder like where where really obama's gonna go to dinner Mm -hmm. i didn't think about that but they probably just like do you think they just had the most like picked a spot and then there's just secret like service helicopters just like six of them overhead
3: (laughs) probably i mean they i don't there's no way to know we i don't know if we'll ever know where they went
0: (laughs) they (laughs) went to (laughs) carbone
3: yeah Tau.
0: Yeah, right. Definitely. SDK. But obviously on a more somber note, I mean, what an intense day. This day is always more intense. I feel like we were, I think about this a lot. Where, like, how old were you, Brian? You were 11 or 12?
3: Yeah, I was, I remember more by grade. I was in fourth grade. So I don't know how old you were in fourth, what, grade? How old you were in fourth grade. Yeah. Ah,
0: wow. That's very young. I was in seventh grade,
3: but mm-hmm. I feel like that both nope. puts
0: us in the range where like we're in this weird range where you saw, we saw what happened. And Mm -hmm. I know for me, at least it's like you were old enough to sort of somewhat register what had happened to the Mm -hmm. and but not young enough where as you grew up, then adults realized they had to explain it to you. So it's like, nobody ever explained what happened to me, even though I did not have a very good concept of what had happened. So every year it's so strange to reckon with what we saw.
3: Well, so I live in New Jersey my dad worked in Jersey city. Um, and I used to go into work with them all the time. And so that would be like the the first thing you saw would be the twin towers. Um and I because I was in fourth grade, they didn't really like they weren't like showing us the things on television, you know? Like I happened to be in the library and saw that crazy shit was happening on the TV and all the teachers were like freaked out. And then they saw me watching them and they're like, Stop watching. Yeah, that like, happened to us
0: too. That was so weird.
3: Um, and then I when I got home, I was like, Oh, I guess a plane hit the World Trade Center, the, the, the Twin Towers. And my brother was like, they're gone, they're not there. And I was like, what? <laughs> like, No concept of it. And we could even smell the burning from our, our place for like a couple of days after it was crazy. Yeah,
0: I don't think I ever really understood like yesterday reading about how there was basically like a Dunkirk style effort bigger than Dunkirk where people just civilian boats and FDNY boats rescued mm-hmm. 500,000 people from lower Manhattan. I had no idea. I did not yeah, like clock that. that is it's just like now that we're adults and adults that live in a major city um it's so hard to comprehend that that actually happened
3: mm-hmm. yeah
0: so former president bush and vice president kamala harris they were in pennsylvania to honor the 40 on flight 93. in his speech george w bush made a connection between the 9-11 hijackers and the zeal of domestic terrorists that day let's listen
1: as a nation our adjustments have been profound Many Americans struggle to understand why an enemy would hate us with such zeal. The security measures incorporated into our lives are both sources of comfort and reminders of our vulnerability. And we have seen growing evidence that the dangers to our country can come not only across borders, but from violence that gathers within. There is little cultural overlap between violent extremists abroad and violent extremists at home. But in their for pluralism, in their disregard for human life, in their determination to defile national symbols, they are children of the same foul spirit. And it is our continuing duty to confront them.
0: I was listening to this live and my, I was sort of like, oh, look at that. Mm-hmm. What did you think?
3: I thought, I thought it was. I I mean, I like the connection that he made because it's true. It's terrorism is terrorism, um, and it's about being hateful for you know. And I I was listening to something that um, they were talking about on NPR today, where the people on Flight 93 were like banded together to to save Washington D.C. and like maybe the Capitol, and then so. The idea of these domestic terrorists on January 6th attacking that building and killing police officers um, is really upsetting to those the, the, the families of those victims. They said it, it's it's really, you know, disrespectful. Also, just I think it's good because, you know, it ties it to being even less partisan, you know, <laughs> By George W. Bush, George Bush saying this, you know, I mean, like, still fuck him, obviously, but yeah, <laughs> um, you know what I mean. Like, they can't say it's a partisan thing because it, it the, the former Republican president said it was a terrorist attack, um, yeah. right?
0: And it was like there are so many sort of eerie parallels because it's like the Capitol attack was also the second greatest attack on our soil, uh, I believe, mm-hmm. since since 11 I guess, other than. The Oklahoma bombing, I guess, is considered a terrorist attack. Um, And I also Mm -hmm. found it very striking that the um, the people on flight 93, when deciding like what to do, like they took a vote and they like Mm -hmm. respected the outcome of that vote. And, um, you know, whenever this anniversary comes, I'm sure we project whatever, you know, cultural or political conversations we're having onto it in ways that may or may not be appropriate. But I agree. That was like a really powerful. I don't think many like MAGA people are like love George Bush (laughs) (laughs) but like he did start the war that created a lot of their version of patriotism. Like, don't you think there's like a connection between like, I mean, we know there were a lot of veterans there on, on one six, sadly.
3: Yeah. I, that is an interesting point to, to think about. Um, I don't know. There's just been so much that's happened since then. It, you know, it's a little. I, Amanda has two dogs. I was dogs just going to ask her. if you I, saw. I
0: have a bonus dog. I, I, I was
3: like, wait, where? that I was like, did Morty like split into two? <laughs> We're babysitting um, today. Osmosis. That's Ellie. Uh, and I hope I use the right term for that. Osmosis, whatever. <laughs> I was like, did you
0: say something insensitive about the dog?
3: <laughs> no, no, no. Um, we'll see. We'll see if we'll see we'll if that was correct up. or not. <laughs>
0: Hundreds and hundreds of years more. There really is that much. A gifting moment is always around the corner, but whether it's a birthday, an anniversary, a holiday, or even just a day to say thank you, Gift Mode on Etsy has you covered. Need to find the perfect gift? Don't panic. Try Gift Mode on Etsy now. So as you mentioned, Brian, Donald Trump honored the occasion by providing commentary for a heavyweight boxing match. Rudy Giuliani, who was the mayor at that time, he um, disparaged generals in a absolutely bad shit speech. Can you imagine that Tony Blinken
1: or Miley? How did, how's that guy a general? Jesus. The other day he said that the Bagram Air Force Base is not strategically important. I wanted to grab his, what do you have, five stars, 10 stars, 12 stars? He has so many stars that coming at him into his ears. I wanted to grab his stars, shove it down his throat and say, it's 400 miles from China, asshole. China is going to be our enemy for the next 40 years. You have an airbase 400 miles from them and you're giving it up, idiot. Right. What the hell is wrong with you? Who pays you? Christ.
0: Seems drunk. Seems drunk.
3: Yeah. Just, like, take the microphone away from him, please. It's embarrassing. He's also, like, isn't he in, like, like, very bad legal trouble?
0: Yeah, he probably shouldn't be saying anything to anybody. Did you see that clip of him trimming, like, his nose hairs or something?
3: No. Yeah. I mean, I'm still, like, disturbed by the Borat situation in him. That, like, I just, like, like, why don't we just, like... Stick to that just refer to him as like the guy Borat the, the, the Borat guy you know <laughs> Completely
0: completely So this Monday morning we Will sip on some of our favorite kind of tea My favorite kind of tea personally which is Melania Trump tea we're going to wait to discuss the activist until Elise is back tomorrow. I just think we need a full court press on that. That is, um, if you have not heard the show that pits causes against each other, literally mm-hmm. sounded like a black mirror episode, Brian, like, it is like, you look ready to discuss. I can't wait to talk about this. tomorrow. Well, There's I have, so something much.
3: Like, I have something fun to say about it that like, and me being like personally that like uh, this show touched me personally in a way i don't know if i'll touch on it now but i'll touch on it t- i'll do a tease for tomorrow okay oh my gosh so
0: exciting i cannot wait clip. <laughs> so in the meantime we will talk about melania trump so former white house press secretary stephanie grisham she was she was it for a hot minute but you wouldn't really know because she didn't hold any press briefings she also worked for the first lady's office i believe for a time. Like it was such a the press secretary job was such a joke they just like hired her to do that in addition to helping with melania's office so she's coming out with a new book titled i'll take your questions now what i saw in the trump white oh house gosh. so obnoxious so obnoxious like as if she was like silenced the whole time
3: well like i'll also you're writing a book like you're not <laughs> answering questions right so it doesn't even fucking make sense yeah, it's not A.
0: Q&A. As, yeah. So Politico has a preview of this of this upcoming tell-all, which none of you should buy. That's why I do feel like this is worth talking about on the podcast, because that way you don't have to buy the books. Nobody should give this woman a dime. But part of this preview focuses on the events during the January 6th attack. Grisham claims that right as rioters breached the Capitol gate, she texted Melania, quote, do you want to tweet that peaceful protests are the right of every American, but there is no place for lawlessness and violence? Okay. That sounds very specific. That sounds like a thing you like a tweet you would come up with in retrospect. I am very curious Mm -hmm. to see if there is actual pictures of this text in the book or if she just put in the book, the ideal thing she could have texted. What do you think?
3: I mean, uh, it seems like, you know, but here's the thing. I'm sure the editors or something would ask for something like at proof of that would they not I
0: think so you're right yeah probably and
3: so maybe like because I feel like a lot of politicians Republicans even were tweeting similar sentiments at this time but True. like a lot of them were in the building right. so they're like bah.
0: yeah um. yeah exactly <laughs> yeah and apparently one minute later after asking her this Melania replied with one word no so she was not going to tweet that Grisham was one of the administration officials who resigned that day. Remember, there were sort of a number of them. She writes that Melania had also refused to set up the typical White House tea with the incoming first lady. Melania deferred to the West Wing, basically saying, like, until they acknowledge that Biden won the election, I'm not going to invite Jill Biden over for tea. So just another dent in the like, say, Melania, she is complicit. She knows what is happening. She believes Mm -hmm. all the things that her husband does. So almost more batshit than Melania's behavior that day is how she's responding to Grisham's book. A statement provided by the office of Melania Trump said the book was Grisham's effort to, quote, redeem herself after a poor performance as press secretary, failed personal relationships, and unprofessional behavior in the White House. Ouch. So this apparently refers to a relationship Grisham reportedly had with Trump aide Max Miller, which also reportedly ended with him slapping her across the face. This just escalates step after step.
3: (sighs) like whoa i know
0: i'm like i don't know where my sympathies go or if i have any
3: i guess it's not t- isn't it too late for a trump book like i don't right you know what i mean like i guess not but like ugh, i don't care i you know i want to know like all the stuff around january 6 obviously and anything that you know could lead to criminal charges um
0: but i want it on but, the congressional record <laughs> not like yeah, in, exactly in a book by harper collins
3: <laughs> that's true That's very, very true. I would just rather them be interviewed by Congress. Um,
0: The other thing is, I don't know. Yeah, the other thing is that Melania, I've heard lately, like she does not want to go back to the White House. She does not want him to run again. Um, So I feel like by publishing these books that talk shit about Trump, they're just helping her out. Like it's just the worse Trump books, the less likely there is for a successful campaign. And then Melania gets exactly what she wants from the beginning.
3: Don't you think if Trump was going to run in 2024, I feel like he would have announced it by now. Don't you think so? Like, I think he would already be... Kind of fundraising. Yeah. Um, Just like clearing a path for himself.
0: I wonder if they want to see like how Trumpism works during the midterms, like how his backed candidates work and then maybe pivot his approach based on that performance since all he wants to do is be president. But I, I bet like once uh, once the new year starts, we're going to start hearing drips and drows. But I also think you could be onto something as in he's not going to run.
3: I also think like and the other thing is, like, he doesn't want to be president. He never won. No, be I think FAA, he's loving but- life now. But he also just like, he's, yeah, of course. But he's also like, I just don't want to be considered a loser. But if he consider if he keeps, if he, he's, just, he's just going to keep the rigged election line for the, forever and just never admit that he lost. He's
0: literally doing speaking engagements for like some like Christo fascists. It's bizarre. Yeah. Yeah. He's, he doesn't seem like he's on the path.
3: <laughs> no. But We
0: always, we have to talk about him because he could be. He could, he's literally on yeah. our, on our, heel, nipping at our heels at any moment, which is fun. Hey there, overwhelmed
2: foodies. Are you drowning in a sea of meal kit options, feeling like you're in a bad dating game where every contestant looks the same, with the same fish picture? Fear not, because amidst the chaos, there's one shining star worth your culinary affection. Home Chef is not just another fish in the meal kit sea, they're the gourmet catch that you've been dreaming of. Home Chef provides fresh ingredients and chef design recipes, conveniently delivered to your doorstep to simplify your cooking experience. So for a limited time, Home Chef is offering our listeners 18 free meals plus free shipping on your first box and free dessert for life at homechef.com slash fever dream. That's homechef.com slash fever dream for 18 free meals and free dessert for life. Homechef.com slash fever dream. You must be an active subscriber to receive free dessert.
0: So now in lighter news, it's time for our Buzzworthy news segment brought to you by Dame, putting the buzz in all the right places, making the world a happier place, one bulb at a time. So today's Buzzworthy news headline is about the U.S. Open. After a final of all teenagers and all Asian women, 18-year-old Emma Raducanu defeated 19-year-old Layla Fernandez to win the U.S. Open. Um, I wasn't following much this year, but this was clearly an electric outcome, uh, which was so rewarding mm-hmm. to watch. Raducanu was born in Canada to a Chinese mother and a Romanian father, and Fernandez, she's Canadian. Her dad originally from Ecuador and her mom is Filipino Canadian. Raducanu made an incredible statement. She's British, the queen uh, congratulated her. So we're going to see her win because I believe she had kind of a a difficult earlier season. And for her part, Fernandez thanked the city of New York for cheering her on even during a weekend of mourning. Let's listen to that.
3: I know this, on this day, it was especially hard for New York and everyone around the the united states i just want to say that i hope i can be as strong and as resilient as new york has been the past 20 years
0: so nice that was
3: nice she didn't have to yeah. do that
0: <laughs> no she so was really i mean sweet. as you can imagine she was not mm-hmm. thrilled to have lost um, but she still mm-hmm. managed that and i just of her win I wasn't going to add this, but as I was searching for that clip, what came up was um, was Emma Raducanu, Piers Morgan. So I was like, okay, I have to investigate this. What could he possibly have to say about her? Uh, It turned out to be a a passive aggressive subtweet of probably Naomi and Simone Biles. He just tweeted from Wimbledon choker to U.S. Open champion in three months. Never seen a more brilliant illustration of mental strength and resilience facing up to loss and adversity and going in with no whining. Thank you, Pierce. Very necessary.
3: Yeah. Well, I mean, I guess because she's represents Great Britain. Sure. So he, she's quote bringing it home. I just love watching those videos of people like the underdogs winning. I just like I watched the I watched the um the ending of it on like the Internet yesterday. And I just like cried. <laughs> I feel like that is
0: such a, like that is my engagement with sports. I watched the ending yeah. on the Internet.
3: Uh-huh. even though and brian I and i have a, yeah. we have
0: a, such an exciting sports interview tomorrow that we can't wait to bring you it'll oh my probably God. Uh, i know come out next week i'm i'm very very nervous i don't think um, i can drink coffee before it
3: i know i'm I'm gonna have to do something to prepare <laughs> i don't have any of my sock I, I i almost just gave away what what, what sport you it can was say soccer
0: it's okay
3: it's, it's soccer but i was like oh i should have. i wish i had my like soccer paraphernalia oh yeah jersey okay. definitely I told my i told my dad about it because we're all big soccer family and he was like that's so cool you should challenge her to a juggling off and i was like i don't think i should do that oh uh, thanks if we
0: were <laughs> able to do it in the office we could have done so many so many cool oh af- that's so true athletic oriented bit and just before we close our buzz with a new segment britney spears is
3: engaged that's exciting congrats britney Octavia spencer commented on the post make sure you get a prenup which <laughs> i think is sound advice <laughs> Is she
0: allowed to negotiate her own prenup? Maybe soon. It seems like there are. (laughs) Hopefully by then. Yeah, hopefully by then, for sure. That was our buzzworthy news segment brought to you by Dame. To get that buzz, you can try Dame for yourself by visiting dameproducts.com slash sub, where you can learn more and take a quiz to find out which vibe or product will be the perfect fit. Plus, all new customers will get 15% off their first order on dameproducts.com slash sup. We will not have this code forever, so use it or lose it. That's D-A-M-E-P-R-O-D-U-C-T-S dot com slash sup. That is our show. We will be back tomorrow with Elise, who is back from her honeymoon and joining us. Until the end of Democracy, I'm Amanda Duberman.
3: I'm Brian Rachel Smith.
0: And this is the Veggie Sup Podcast. Bye.